I'll be back. I don't know how much longer I can hold this. to talk. I like to let people talk who like to talk. It makes it easier to find out how full of shit they are. What the hell did you just say? Don't nobody go in the bathroom for about 35, 45 minutes. I might open the window. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we gonna do now? Lemon face. Lion face. Lemon face. Okay. Now we're recording a podcast. We're doing this. All right, this is officially happening. Uh, welcome. This is our first ever uh, episode of uh, Cinematically Cynical. Uh, my name is Daniel. I'm here with Jose and Andy. Hey, uh, what's up? Say hi, you guys. We wanted to do this podcast because, well, we love fucking movies. And we always get together and we talk about movies. This summer we had a pretty successful, like... I mean, successful in quotation marks. Uh, we had a pretty successful um, outdoor screening where we kind of got together every couple weeks and watched some fucked up movies that I selected and and we watched them outside in our backyard because my house is way too fucking hot. Kind of just since we're we usually when we get together we end up talking about movies anyways. So right. I figure let's fucking record them right. So. I want to do this episode as kind of an, an intro for us and uh, kind of let everyone know what to expect. So this is actually going to be a little bit different from the episodes we're usually going to do. Uh, usually we're going to do one movie at a time. They're going to be picked at random. We, we made a list of at least 50 movies that, I wanted, that we want to cover. So yeah, each one of us picked some movies and we put them on this list and we're going to choose them at random. Uh, but we're recording this now, and it is the beginning of November 2019 as we speak. We went through a bunch of movies this past month uh, in October for Halloween month, uh, watching uh, pretty much just horror movies. And uh, so we're going to go through our list today and uh, just kind of discuss like the movies we watched and uh, kind of what we enjoyed about them. Yeah, I know this has been a long time coming, you guys. I've been uh, want, I've been talking about doing this since, I think, the beginning of the year. Me and Joe started yeah. started discussing it, and it kind of went from from there. And I've been trying to get it off the off the ground since, and now like we're actually here doing it. And we added Andy because Andy is always good with movies, and he loves to talk about movies. We have a lot of the same reference points. I think all all I three of us so, have. Yes. I think it's safe to say we all kind of grew up watching the same kinds of movies. Yeah. yeah. Very accurate. You know, um, let's talk about that real fast. Andy, when, when did you start, like, really, like, getting in, into movies? Like, what kind of, like... I know, like, at least for me, it was something like renting movies, like, as a kid. And, like, then, like, just kind of being left alone, like, yeah. to, with a TV. <laughs> no, it, it started with, like, my dad renting old movies that he watched and 
stuff like it's a mad 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 world oh, or yeah. the, like the great race like all that stuff is well well before my time yeah and then you know my older cousins that's when i started watching like horror movies and you know ac- action movies all kinds of different stuff and uh i think the first movie they showed me that truly scared me was uh the tales from the crypt movie demon night okay and oh, wow. i remember seeing that and that just like that scared the hell out of me and then from there on but like i did i wanted to come back to that kind yeah. of stuff because i i developed a taste for yeah horror movies there's definitely something about like horror movies where like when you watch them as a kid and they scare the shit out of you there's something at least for me i i can't speak for you guys but i know for me it's been uh a lot of times when they scare the shit out of me it like they end up becoming like one of my favorites like as a kid like when i when i when i watch them and i i get i got scared of them i got a little and once i got older i'm like oh wait these are pretty awesome how about you, uh, Jose? Where did uh... I mean? I guess it, it's it, you know just like everybody else is like your parents, you or your aunt. My my aunt was a big movie person. She would always rent uh, the movies. I'd always go with her to the movie, uh, the rental place. Essentially, it wasn't always Blockbuster. It was always you know the mom and pop places. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, and I'd, I'd love uh, going home and watching like would always be like three different movies that they choose from yeah. like, different genres every time. So sometimes it's like it, it's like a. It was like a Christmas gift almost. It's like a surprise you never need. Yeah. Sometimes you might get this amazing thing that you never seen before, and then and, and a, lot, a lot of times it was like you know boring. Stuff. Yeah, it was. But like, it was sometimes those that you know when you're a little kid just impact you, and yeah. a lot of times it was, it was the horror movies. Yeah, no, they're, they're, yeah, they impact you, and then growing up, you know, everything's you know, uh, especially I'm Mexican, so if you're Mexican, super religious, yeah, stuff like that, you grow up thinking those scary stories are real and everything's real, so it really freaks you out. And makes yeah, no, it impact. I can say we're all we're all like Latino here. We all like kind of grew up in the East LA area. Um, we almost called this uh, the East Los uh, Film Club, <laughs> but um, I'm digging this name a lot more. But yeah, I think there's like there's a lot to be said for like like movie rentals and just like because I think like we all kind of like just kind of grew up renting movies and just like we never really had to own them because it's just like you would just go and go yeah. rent them and just be like all right i watched it now what's next like okay. it was um and even just browsing the the movie the the oh yeah the the, the boxes mo- just yeah. going through them and looking and reading the descriptions it yeah was awesome that's why i never watched hellraiser like when i was younger because <laughs> I, I was just like oh no i look at that box and i was like nah, no that's yeah. that's not for me too scary yeah, too scary and then i watched like, it this year recently it's Spoiler, it's not on my list of the ten ones I like the most. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, oh okay. okay. That's, that's how we're... All right. Yeah. I, I, I see it. Was okay. it is that was the, the first time you watched it? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Because wow. I was finally like, well, they're all on, you know, um, Amazon or whatever. Yeah. Wherever I watched them, I was like, I might as well watch the first one. Yeah. Right. Like, see where it started. And yeah. the movie has, like, eight sequels or something. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah. And, and they always end up in space. <laughs> yeah. No, those, those, those old movies, like, all, like... Inevitably, like those old horror movies, they always end up in space. Leprechaun, Jason, fucking uh, Hellraiser, Hellraiser. Up in space. Yeah. yeah, even in like high school, I remember Jose and I. We went to uh, high school together, and we would end up just going to Hollywood Video and like just hanging out there for like hours on end. Do you remember, yeah. like just like looking at shit and just like 
just being like, hey, look at this one. We never get anything. We just, like, <laughs> no. hang out and just talk about movies. Yeah. I remember one summer, though, I did get, like, the, the Unlimited Pass. I thought those. Oh, cool. yeah, no, I think I remember that. I remember yeah. us going and you picking up shit and being like, let's rent a movie and let's go. Yeah, we could watch whatever we wanted before Netflix. When we lived together briefly, I mean, that's what we would end up doing is just browsing kind of Netflix and just, like, talking about the shit we would see on there. Just, like, and we're, like, oh, are we going to actually, like, watch something? Or are we just, like, we would spend, like, hours just 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 browsing. Just, like, like, oh, this looks good. Or I've never seen this Oh, have you seen this one? Oh, this one's really good. And you got to see this one. But it's not, like... You know, um, I would say, like, for me, it was definitely, like, my parents renting movies. The ones I remember the most, uh, them renting for me was, well, they didn't rent it for me. They rented it for themselves, but I remember watching it, was The Howling. And I was, like, three years old, which is not a fucking... That's not a three-year-old movie. That's not a three-year-old movie. Not (laughs) at all. It's not not a a little kid movie to be watching, uh, The Howling. Um, I didn't really know what was going on. I just knew people were turning into werewolves and that it was dope. But it didn't scare me. I wasn't, like, afraid of it as a kid. I, at least not that I remember. Well, even, like, like you know, monster movies and super gory stuff now. Like, that stuff doesn't phase me. But yeah. it's, all, it's always the supernatural stuff or the demonic stuff yeah. that will still have, like, a, a yeah. little hold yeah. on me. But, like, yeah, like... Every time I saw, like, you know, like, a werewolf movie or something like that where they transform, I'm like, oh, that looks great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I especially uh, The Howling, I think that was, like, uh, right before American Werewolf in London. Or they were around the same time, right? Yeah. So it was, like, they were different, like, but they were, like, that was, like, the first real werewolf transformation I think I saw. I definitely think, like, that kind of stuff doesn't really bother me all, all that much now. I think a lot of it is, like, um... Like, now I think it's more, like, psychological things, like, or, like, uh, even stuff where it's, like, um, maybe, like, based on, like, real shit that happened, you know? Um, Because it's, like, I think, like, a lot of times, like, real life is so much scarier than, like, actual, like, you know, supernatural shit or, like, you know, monsters and shit. Like, uh, even at, at work, like, I'm very, like, open about my love of monsters and stuff. And like I, we have a janitor that would come in, and he would, uh, he would try to like he'd sneak up on me and like fucking scare me all the time, and he'd be like, "What's the matter? You don't? I thought you like monsters." I was like, "I do like monsters, but I'm like, I'm not afraid of monsters. They're not real. What I'm afraid of is people. People yeah. are fucking. Frightened. I'm afraid of the janitor that could be a murderer. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm afraid of this this motherfucker who keeps coming up behind me and like scaring the shit out of me. You know, and it's basically it's it's a jump scare. You know, we'll probably talk more about fucking useless jump scares that I'm, like, not into because they feel, like, fucking super manipulative. But, yeah, The the Howling and I think uh, T2 was one, which is also not a three-year-old movie, but I remember loving it. I, I watched that oh, super yeah. young. Yeah, yeah, we, I think we all... I mean, that's probably, like, the impetus between, uh, you know, behind a lot of, like, this shit was, you know, watching T2, which is, you know, arguably probably one of the greatest action movies ever made. Yeah, definitely. I mean... And we're probably going to be covering that at some point. I really remember renting a lot of those movies. Where was your um, go-to rental place? I mean, you said you did was, like a lot of the mom and pop stuff, Joe. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, it's called Top Video. Top Video. Yeah, it's actually a little restaurant now. I forget the name. Oh yeah, I remember. Didn't someone that we went to high school with? Didn't their dad own it or something like that? Yeah, something. Yeah. It was something like that. I remember somebody who owned it. 
Um, how about you, Andy? Where, where did you used to... Oh, mine was a Blockbuster in the one in Atlantic Square. And okay. I don't remember what it is now. It's definitely not there anymore, but that was one of the last ones I remember seeing, like, go Yeah, go, go down. Away, yeah. Um, but then I would also come to Hollywood Video, kind of where... Uh, okay, yeah. Kind of where, by where you Yeah, live, in Lincoln yeah. Heights. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, that used to be the one that we used yeah, to go to all the time. a little older, yeah. Yeah, because that was right down the street from our high school, so we would... Uh, We'd go check that one out. I used to go there with my grandpa a lot. Back, back in the day, way back. Uh, when my, my parents used to rent, we used to go to the warehouse, if anyone remembers mm. the, the warehouse. Yeah. Uh, yep. And they, they've had music most of the time, but they also rented movies. And I remember renting a lot of shit from there. That one, that's no longer there. And then after that shut down, we started going to Blockbuster. And then when I would be with my grandparents, I would go to either Hollywood Video or I would go to a place that we actually live right next door to for a little bit uh, called Star Video. Uh, and that was a little mom and pop shop too. Um, and I would rent all the like old like wrestling stuff there because they had all like the old WrestleManias. That's how I like learned about a lot of the stuff. I usually do a thing where I, uh, well, in our uh, screenings, I would always do a thing where I would take a clip and I would... A, a wrestling clip and I would kind of marry it to the movie a little bit as Andy has been so nice to point out a lot of times it's kind of a stretch uh, but just, uh, a, just a little stretch. just a little stretch but hey you know we got we, we work with what we can so I'm I'm probably gonna make a lot of uh, wrestling references and stuff but uh, yeah so uh, we uh, I used to rent all the all the Wrestlemania's from there because they would actually have like all the old like VHS and stuff there and every so often, I would get my my grandpa to like rent me all the horror movies because he didn't, he didn't fuck, he didn't fucking know what the fuck I was getting. He just like, yeah, you want that? Fine, let's just get it. And then as I got older, I was like, oh, I can actually get him to rent me these R-rated horror movies, and I got them because I'm like, I might actually see some like boobs in it or something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're that. yeah, when you're like 12 years old and you're like. I might be able to see some boobies yeah. and it just like, you know, you're just like a, a horny, like, you know, preteen and shit. Just wanting to like, you're like, and th- but then sometimes it'd be like, okay, that was like not really anything what I thought it was going to be. Right. But now I'm just watching this fucking weird movie that I rented. I think honestly, that's how I saw most of the leprechaun movies. <laughs> <laughs> just because, like, I'm like, I knew there was going to be... a chance of boobs. Yeah, no, yeah. I would always look in the back and see, like, Ew. why it was rated R. Yeah, like, no, yeah, exactly. Because it would say, like, partial nudity or something. That's the reason I know all of and the Friday the 13th movies. Yeah, it, that's... Movies. But that, it's, that's, like, how, like, I kind of got into a lot... Because with the, the horror movies, at least, you were able to, like, kind of get away with them because they're horror movies and they're not straight up, like... It's, it's like... A step just right below, right below, like, like actual porn, because you're just like, I can get these, and it's not obvious that this is some sort of erotic movie that I'm reading. It just, well, it happened. I didn't know that it was gonna happen. There's other crazier stuff going on. And yeah, then boobs. And then just there just happens to be boobs here, you know. And it's just like you know, and when and when you're like 11, 12 years old, that's enough. Right. You're like that. That'll do it. So we're like super into like. Kind of horror movies, action movies. I think also, like, a lot of stuff that would be on, like, uh, back in the day, like, USA Network or, like, uh, mm-hmm. TNT. TNT. 
or um, sci-fi, you know, yeah. like yeah. sci-fi. For you know sure. that that's where I would I would see a lot of these movies. Uh, even though like now I can't stand watching movies on on those ones, just because oh, I, I hate dealing with the fucking commercials. commercials are awful too used now. to streaming. And yeah, yeah, no, and we're like totally spoiled by streaming now. But speaking of streaming, let's get into these fucking movies. Me and Andy, at least, we did the 31 for 31. We did 31 days yeah. of, of movies. And sometimes I like to go and I, I'll... Because uh, I'll do it every year where I'm watching 31 uh, horror-related things. Not They're not necessarily yeah. always movies. Like, sometimes I'll watch um, like a TV show that's spooky. But this year, I actually stuck two movies completely. I had us made a, make a list and I had... Um, I had us kind of come up with a top ten, so there might uh, we talked about this that we there might be some some overlap. So yeah. uh, we'll we'll talk about them. When, yeah, if, if either of us mentions it, you know. Yeah, we. Um, anyone can jump in. Yeah, for reals, and uh, that'll be me because I. I <laughs> yeah, Jose didn't make a list, so I mean, obviously, great start. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, that was supposed to be a list. Oh, yeah, that was supposed to happen. Okay, um, I know for mine, at least, I don't really have them in any particular order. I just kind of have 10 movies of the 31 that I want to talk about. Is yours, like, in an order of, like... No. It, so, just, these are in no, no particular yeah, order. mine was just chronologically, okay. you know, out of the 31 days, I just picked the best 10, and they all just happen to fall in the order that I watched them. All right. Yeah. No. Same. Same for me. I've been talking a lot. So, Andy, I'll let you. I'll let you start. What's your uh, first movie? Well, the first movie I watched is actually the third movie I watched in October. Okay. But it was uh, Evil Dead Two. Okay. Classic. So, directed by Sam Raimi, starring Bruce Campbell, Ash Williams. Um, Fuck yeah. You know, story of a couple goes to a secluded cabin. They find. Uh, they find the Necronomicon, the Book of the Dead, and uh, they unleash some hell. Wait, can we pause real fast? Just because I should say, for all of these movies, uh, fucking spoiler alert, every movie that we're going to talk about on this podcast from now on, I think we should just say yeah. right up front, they, spoiler alert. We're going to spoil pretty much all of these movies because we're going to talk about them. We're going to go through the yeah. fucking plots. I'll try yeah. to limit some stuff that, you know, is, is, is crucial or if, like, there's a big twist or anything i'll try not yeah. to mention that but maybe i we'll, mean some of these are classics yeah and, you, um yeah so you've, you've I, probably already seen them well hopefully. like yeah for some of the newer ones maybe we'll be a little more um yeah especially if we think it. it's like oh you should see this movie i don't want to ruin that for anyone yeah but just be aware there's going to be spoilers uh, especially when we get into just the full length movies and stuff so you know, uh, if you don't want them to be spoiled, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Skip ahead, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, okay, so your so your first one is... Uh, yeah, Evil Dead Evil 2. Dead 2. Great fucking movie. Super fucking funny. Uh, I, uh... And that one, I've always been, like, kind of confused because it's not, like, it's not... It's, it's not a sequel. It's, it's kind a, of a remake, but... They also changed the story. Yeah, it's more like almost like a reboot. Yeah, they, I mean, they didn't even necessarily need to call it like well, Evil right. Dead Two. Yeah, the first one was so like low budget. We, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's like I love that movie. Yeah, but I think Evil Dead Two just you yeah, know, it just it, it raises ra- the stakes and it, everything is a lot better. It's a lot more polished and it's just a better movie. Yeah, and it's it's definitely like even more like. It's just, like, even just more ridiculous. I think it's just, like, over the top. Like, it takes, like, 
the over-the-top shit from the first one and just goes, like, complete, like, off the charts with Oh, it. I mean, one of my favorite scenes is where he's just all of the, you know, the objects in the cabin start laughing. Laughing, yeah, I was just thinking just about that. He's going insane, you know? Yeah, no, that's, it's such a great movie. Um, and that whole, that whole, you know, that whole series, like, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and, um... Army of, Dark- Army of Darkness, yeah, yeah. Those all have a special place in my heart. Yeah, for sure. Definitely Sam Raimi's uh, best trilogy, probably. <laughs> I would say so, yeah. yeah. Uh, better than, better than Sp- Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. I like Sp- Spider-Man too. could have been but, good, but know. that third one, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, Spider- Spider-Man 2 is probably like the best out of all of them. I, I yeah. would watch, even though Army of Darkness is the weakest, I would watch that over Spider-Man 3. Yeah, no, same, week. Yeah. same, same. Or is that that all you have for that's that? That's my first one. Okay, so let's go to my first one, which was Train to Busan. Oh yeah. Oh okay. I yeah. fucking love this movie. I didn't like. I went into it like not really knowing like what I was gonna get. I I knew what it was, but I didn't really know. Yeah, cause too much. I mean, you don't even have to like read a synopsis or anything. You look at the thing and it's like, okay, I get what this is. You just yeah, looking at the the box art but man that movie is really really good no it's it's really fucking good i didn't like i i put it off for a long time because it's a korean movie so you have to read subtitles uh which is fine but i have kind of a hard time with it so i have to kind of isolate myself so i can actually pay attention you have to, to be in the like you have to be in the mood for reading subtitles. yeah not yeah. even just also like watching a horror movie yeah yeah exactly and um you know luckily like there's not a lot of like in it, there's not, like, a lot of, like, big dialogue. There's not, like, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, monologuing and shit in it. Um, once it gets going, it gets, starts going pretty fast. And it's, yeah, um, yeah it was really good. And uh, for, you know, give a brief synopsis, it's, it's basically, it's a man trying to get his daughter to her mom on her birthday. And uh, while they're taking a train and there's a zombie outbreak in the middle of it. Yeah, basically, and these are like running zombies. Um, oh yeah, like they're tw- like twenty eight days later, fast. Oh, yeah, yeah they, they're almost like they're fucking, not decomposed yet. They're still yeah, no, they're, they're still super like, like fresh, like like <laughs> yeah. like real, and they're like super weird and like herky jerky that I really like. Yeah, and they also what is it? Because there's there's a scene when they go into the tunnel and is it they can't see them or they can't hear them there's like they have some kind of deficiency yeah yeah, yeah. it's like it's basically yeah it's basically when it's dark they kind of go they kind of go like uh, yeah, kind of shut down yeah yeah where the, you know they can't see them but they can also like they can still hear them but mm-hmm. they can't and uh yeah and for being a, a zombie movie it's not like full like there's blood and stuff but there's not it's not like splatter fest there's not like guts hanging out and shit yeah. like that it's like it's actually like really cool like to see because there's like blood but it's not like splattering all over the place like it's like kind of more like battle damage really mm. and uh this is one of the first zombie movies i uh, i watched that they actually just beat the shit out of zombies like with their <laughs> fists with a- any like a- anything luggage they uh, there's that korean baseball team yeah there's a korean baseball that has, team like, that has baseball bats and like tape and stuff yeah. that they use it's pretty dope i had this weird feeling like going through it where i'm just like i'm like i don't know like if i like this like main character too much the the character of the dad mm. i was like i'm not so sure i really like him too much but then like by the end i was just like 
like I didn't expect this fucking movie to make me cry like it did. Yeah, it's it's emotional. It, yeah, like the the I won't spoil this one just because, but it is heart fucking breaking. Uh, have you seen it, Joe? Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, not. Uh, I think probably like this year. I think I yeah. saw it earlier. Yeah, it's it's on it's on Netflix right now as as we speak. But uh, who knows down down the line? But if you get a chance, definitely check that one out. That one was one of the first ones that really kind of hit me and uh most of the ones i'm gonna be doing are probably gonna be ones that i haven't seen before so they're all kind of new to me mm-hmm. um and they might be kind of new to a lot of people so i might uh i'll try to keep them as spoiler free as i can but we'll see do you have anything joe yeah so the one uh and i kind of every halloween time because i yeah. don't watch it too often there's movies that i watch every time it's on i'll, I'll just let it play or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. but uh, this one, every, every so often, I just kind of want to put it on and enjoy it. Uh, it's uh, The People Under the Stairs. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, and, and I think it's one of the... You kind of miss out on it because uh, it's Wes Craven. It's a Wes Craven flick. It's one of I don't the think I knew, I, I knew that was Re- Wes Craven. I know, right? That's um, what I'm saying. It's missed out a lot because I feel they go back far all over the 80s or they go you know all the way to Scream and it's and like right that's before what they, that. That's what they yeah, focus it, on, it, Scream it, and then after. Yeah, and uh, I think right, right before that, I think he also did like New Nightmare. Exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and we're actually probably going to do a long form version of People Under the Stairs as part of our criteria. Definitely. So, um, so yeah, but yeah, no, that one is a good one. I, I saw that one for the first time not too long ago, and it is fucking weird and it is super creepy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and it is just like you, you get into that movie. I mean, it touches like, a lot of stuff, like a little bit of gentrification mm-hmm. and the whole incestuous thing with the brother or the landlords. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to say too much if you haven't seen it. But uh, yeah, yeah it's, we'll, it's a we'll, must watch. We'll, we'll do a big deep dive on that yeah. one when when it comes up. Um, all right, yeah, it's cool. Uh, People under the stairs. That's a good one. Uh, what's yeah, up now, Andy? I got another one. Um, this was one that I saw uh, every every Halloween. I I um, I get Shutter the like the exclusive like you know the Netflix oh, right. of horror app. Yeah, and it has a ton of stuff that I never seen before a lot of foreign films a lot of independent films um this one i just i saw the cover and i was like ah, that looks interesting um and it was called it stains the sand red the sands red Ooh. Ooh. um and it's about a, a woman i think she was uh like a it, it takes place in vegas i think mm. she was like a stripper sex worker something like that mm. she's trying to escape a zombie apocalypse that breaks out and you know the intro Whoa. shows vegas just like devastated yeah and they're driving out of the city and you know the car breaks down and you know they're trying to figure out what to do next it's her and her partner and they see off in the distance a single zombie coming at them and they try to fight it off they think they kill it gets up kills her partner and she's basically screwed and has to walk through the desert just being hounded by a single zombie and that's when i realized that movie was like pretty unique because yeah. you, you, you always think about that if you're watching a, a zombie movie they're like oh they don't have to sleep they don't have to eat you know they're just they're driven by you know whether it's like a virus or something just like, like instinct or whatever and this yeah. one yeah it just it's hounding her she has to stop she has to sleep you know and this thing like it's just it's constantly yeah. following she has to like sleep up on a top of a rock just so it doesn't get her and yeah yeah, th- that movie was super unique, and I it's, highly recommend if okay. you can watch it, check it out. And, and Shudder. I don't want to spoil too much, because, I mean, you, the premise of the movie is it's a woman being chased by a single zombie, mm-hmm. but the 
the real unique stuff is like how their relationship kind of changes. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Like, you know, first it's like attacker, and then it's 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 like she wants that zombie to get the hell away from her. Obviously, yeah. And it's it's kind of like reluctant partner, and it's yeah. like, well, if you're gonna follow me, you know, use might it. as well get you know, you know try to get to know in quotation marks yeah. who you are. It's just it's a very unique movie, and I highly <laughs> recommend it. Um, yeah, that's that's really interesting because it's like you think of a zombie movie, and oftentimes like you just think of like fucking like horde like you know yeah you, like a mass you know, that, that's and, yeah and that's like where like a lot of it like it's almost like a lot of like i think the scares come from in in zombie movies where it's just like you know maybe you could take out maybe one zombie but like it's once the the horde is all on you and they're all like you know all over you that's where it becomes like mm-hmm. scary and dangerous because you're like i'm not fucking getting out of this and this movie shows this movie showed just how scary just one is yeah because like if you don't have any weapons or anything to fight it yeah. you just have to run and that thing's gonna follow you to the to the end of the area yeah and it's and you're in the desert so it's not like mm-hmm. there's nothing around you can even no, use you can't hide you can't you know can't do shit well that's I, cool what's it called again it's called it stains the sands red it stains the sands red all right dope my next one is oh this one is not even i don't even really think it qualifies as a horror movie it's actually more of a of a comedy um and that's uh transylvania 6 5000 oh this is do, one do, i've do, never do, seen do, do, do. um yeah so transylvania 6 5000 is i would say it's probably like one like it became one of my favorite movies this uh this month uh just because it is so weird it stars um uh Ed, ba- is that right? Ed Bagley Jr. and Jeff Goldblum, and they're super duper young. They go to Transylvania because they receive uh, a videotape of these kids getting attacked in Transylvania by f- quote unquote Frankenstein, right? And they even say on the video, "It's Frankenstein," and they're like, "Well, it's obviously a hoax." And they're and they they work for a newspaper or a or a magazine or something. I forget, but. So they go and to go kind of investigate it. Um, I would say this is probably even like the tallest cast that I've seen ever because <laughs> oh, Jeff, yeah. both Jeff Goldblum <laughs> and Ed Bagley Jr. are tall as fuck. Yeah. And then you also have Jeffrey Jones, who's a fucking petter ass, but he's in every movie in in the eighties. He's in. I mean, even if we're, I mean, we're not gonna list the stuff, but like he he might come up and. He's going to come up a lot. Some of those movies, yeah. it happens. Yeah, no. He's in it. He's also super tall. Michael Richards is in it, who's uh, Kramer from Seinfeld. and No other controversy there. He's yeah. Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He's Yeah, he's never had any controversy at all. But he's in it. He's also super tall. He's honestly, he's the funniest part of this fucking movie. He made me laugh so much in this goddamn movie. Like, just weird things where he plays like... This butler that is like always trying to make jokes, like he's trying to make like American style jokes, but like they are just coming off like bizarre. Like he, uh, there's one scene where he tries to slip on a banana peel, completely misses the banana peel and fucking falls on his ass anyways. <laughs> and it is the funniest shit I fucking saw uh, in that fucking movie. The whole thing is like really weird. There's like. Uh, oh, also another one who's in it is Gina Davis. 
And I'm she's sure she's too, she's, she's tall super as well. tall too. Yeah. And then there's a guy who plays like quote unquote Frankenstein, who ends up not being Frankenstein spoilers, who's taller than all of them. So I'm like, fuck, this is, like, huge fucking, like, people. But everyone in that movie is pretty good. It's really funny. I I was surprised. I was thinking it was not going to be, like, that funny or that good. And I think I got it confused with another movie. I think I was thinking it was, like, Dead Heat with Joe Piscopo. Or is that what it's called? With Joe Piscopo? That, uh, um, that, I've it, never seen that movie, but I think I've seen the cover yeah, of that movie. Yeah, I think it's called Dead Heat. I'm not sure, but it has Joe Piscopo, and there's like a he's like on it, like holding a gun or something. Mm. Yeah, and I think I confused it with that. And I know that one's not a really good movie. I think I saw that one once on like HBO late at night. But yeah, Transylvania Six Five Thousand is a fucking great movie. Um, do you have another one? Joe? Uh, yeah. So this one, I, I really like. It's another one, of course, if you, if you don't remember it, because it kind of just, it came and went, uh, but it's Deep Rising. Deep and, Rising. Yeah, I don't so, think I, I don't um, remember what that from, is. So from the makers of, uh, for example, Godzilla mm. or uh, Independence Day, mm-hmm. so same people, it's a Ronald, I think it's a Ronald, Ronald Emmerich movie. Oh. I, I may be wrong. Uh, no, no, Steven Summers. Oh, wait. Godzilla 98. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that, that got yeah. Okay. Ninety eight. Okay. Uh, so that, that, that same producers. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, but it, it's I don't know. I just kind of dig it. It had everything going for it. It had comedy, action, the scary who's, moment. Who's in it? Um, uh, uh his name uh, Treat Williams. That's Treat Williams. Yeah. It's like I don't know. It's like I'm trying to think. I I know the name. Oh, I, I know Phantom. The, I know, Phantom. Did you, yeah, you, you remember Phantom? Yeah, Billy Zane. But no, the guy, the bad guy that played the bad the, guy in, in that movie. Okay, that fought Billy Zane. Okay, vaguely, I yeah, vaguely so remember he that. He's really cool, funny guy, almost like a Brendan Fraser type guy. Okay, okay. Uh, but basically, um, uh, they go on a boat. They end up on a boat because there's this whole deal to do with the boat and like insurance fraud that they were going to commit. But uh, uh, long story short, is uh, a, this creature gets on the boat and it starts going through the and it looks like it's like tentacles going through the ship. And the special effects for the time I thought were amazing. I think they still hold up. If it wasn't maybe like for this sequence at the end, but other than that, just to watch it for like the spectacle, it's uh, it's great. It's lots of fun. Nineties uh, kind of uh, horror mm-hmm. movie. What 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 year? Uh, that Sydney. one. Uh, Ninety eight. That would be it. Yeah. Ninety eight. Okay, so around the the same time as Godzilla. Yeah, exactly. All it right, was like cool. literally like right after that, and then yeah, like every, yeah. I guess they were so disappointed with that one they just passed up on this one. They're like. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? We, like, we got enough of your monsters things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll... we'll a, a good fun, though. All right, cool. Um, yeah, cool. That wait, wait, what's it called again? Deep Rising. Deep Rising, okay. I kept thinking, like, Deep Impact. Oh, I was Different. actually just watching that, like, earlier this morning, actually. <laughs> <laughs> this morning? Oh, let me wake up and watch Deep Impact. Those, those big 90s budget films. I, oh, I yeah. The, the, the 90s. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be covering a few of those. All right, Andy, what you got? Um, the next one was a Japanese movie. I think it's called uh, Norai, The Curse, N-O-R-O-I. And um, it's like a documentary-style movie where this okay. this, uh, this dude who's like a paranormal expert goes mm-hmm. around investigating all these things that appear to be like just different paranormal phenomena. Right. But they end up all tying back to this uh, demon and um, it was really creepy and unsettling really? at some points, yeah. And 
the ending is is pretty wild. But yeah, it's like it's a documentary type of film. It's kind of shot out of order, so some stuff happens before. Mm. Yeah, there's some weird some weird things like uh, some people have telepathy and oh, they, can, they can you know speak to you know yeah. each other and it's it's pretty wild. Um, I would uh, I would recommend it, but again, it's another. Yeah, if you got to be in the mood for Sub- subtitles, subtitles yeah. and uh, if stuff God starts, damn it, you're making yeah, me. Yeah, if stuff uh, starts not making sense, just yeah. like just be like, okay, it's it's out of order. I'll probably get this answer yeah. somewhere down the road. Yeah, sometimes I'm I'm watching a movie and I'm like, wait a minute, was I not paying attention, or am I, or are they going to explain this? And then sometimes it's like, no, I just wasn't paying attention, so I don't know what the fuck <laughs> yeah. is going on. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I, a lot of like that J horror stuff, like I, like, I always like whenever I watch it and then, but just like, like you said, you have to kind of be in the mood to read and, you know, I, and I know for me, like, I have to be like, un completely undistracted to be like, let me sit down and and watch all of, like, all of this movie. Cause it's not something like I can put on any movie if I've already seen it a hundred times I'll basically know what's going to happen yeah. and, and if you have any kind of familiarity with it. But, I mean, for that, like, yeah, if you miss something, yeah. you're screwed. Yeah, absolutely. Because then uh, you don't know who a certain character is. and Yeah. Is that on Shudder, too? Uh, that one was on Shudder, but I, I remember seeing it on, like, Netflix maybe a long time ago. Mm. But it, it's one of I, – I would think it's a it's a more popular movie, so you should be able to find it okay. pretty pretty easily. All right. Okay, so let's see. Uh, so my next one is you might even have this one, uh, Andy. Is uh, Mandy? I do have this one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I figured. Okay, so uh, Mandy is from uh, what? A couple years ago? Two years ago? Uh, maybe? I want to say two. Yeah. Two. So two thousand seventeen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So. Um, so this movie's metal as fuck. Um, oh. That's kind of like its thing. Dude, it's beautiful. Yeah, like, it it's, it looks so fucking it looks so gorgeous. Cool. Yeah, and like just like the visuals in it. Have you seen it? Yeah, uh, uh, you know what? I think I might have started watching it, and then it must have been late. Like I told you, you know what? I I honestly, it's a it's a long it's a long it ass fe- movie. It feels like a long movie, and but I mean the the basic premise yeah. of it is you know. Um, you look at this this couple, uh, Nicolas Cage and I, blanking on the actress's yeah, name. Yeah, I forget but, her name too. Um, and they're just living their lives, and all of a sudden they start they inter. It's like a brief interaction with yeah. this. What would you call like a hippie cult? Or? Yeah, they're yeah they're kind of yeah. They, I think he even calls them like Jesus freaks or something yeah. like that. Yeah, they're yeah they're basically like a, a hippie cult. Mm-hmm. And this is and it's set in like the eighties, right? It's set in like eighty three so. or something like that. Um, yeah, and it, uh, and Nick Cage. I I will say like the beginning of this movie, like it is, like it's beautiful, but it just it's, it's, it's slow. Slow. The it's beginning. A, the it, beginning is a slow, slow burn. Yeah, and they try to like I know like they're trying to establish like how much like they're in love with each other and mm-hmm. like. But it's just like I don't know. It's kind of hard to like that. That first part is is hard to get. But then once it gets into like the meat of it, yeah. it's just like, whoa! Like everything is like in fucking tense. And Nick Cage is at his best when he's fucking crazy oh, as shit. Insane, yeah, yeah. And he's just screaming and he's yelling and he's right. crying. And each interaction because you know it's it's a it's a revenge movie. Yeah, and so. Each 
each time he has to fight, so it feels like a like a boss battle, yeah. in a video game or something. Yeah, exactly. Each one each is its own unique fight, and the way he fights that person is different from mm-hmm. the previous one. And it, it's yeah, it's just it's a gorgeous movie. Yeah, it's it's bloody as fuck. Like there's like gallons and gallons of blood yeah, in this movie. The soundtrack is great. Yeah, um, yeah, the all like. I really like this movie. I just thought like they could have cut out so much from the beginning, from the beginning and it because yeah. it's like it's over two hours long. It's an over two hour long movie, mm-hmm. and they don't get to like really like the whole the the full interaction with the with the cult until like maybe an hour in. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't really need all all of this like backstory. Like, it looks cool and it's fun to look at, but I'm like, they kind of started losing my attention at first, and I had to, and I had originally like I'd start watching. It and I was like, let me just stop, and then I didn't, I didn't. Don't, I think I didn't finish watching it until like the next day because I was just like, uh, yeah. it was kind of a slog at first, but then once it got into it, it was really cool. Well, I stuck, I stuck with it, especially mm. you know after he after the first encounter with them yeah. and he's he's kind of out of it you don't really know like is like is he alive is he dead yeah you know because he's he's seen th- especially that commercial that what was it the, uh, the cheddar, cheddar, Go- cheddar, cheddar goblin cheddar goblin that's probably like oh, my favorite part of that because that was the one that brought me i was like whoa what is this yeah and he even he's even seems like he's confused by it yeah but it also has to do with like um there's a lot of like hallucinogenic like drugs mm-hmm. in it so sometimes you're like is this really happening or is he just seeing this stuff and we're seeing yeah. it with him and th- and it's because they're like use like some sort of like super acid and stuff and there's like mm-hmm. there's like little bits of like m- different movies in this in this movie like uh there's a bits of like hellraiser in it with like these bikers that are kind of like oh, yeah. they, they bikers. look they they're like uh a little less intense Cenobites. Yeah. And then there's even, like, there's a, a chainsaw battle. And that's, like, straight out of, like, Texas Chainsaw 2. Yeah. They even use, like, one of, like, the, I think in Texas Chainsaw, doesn't don't they have, like, a giant long, like, saw that, blade that, like that? That, honestly, like, the first time I saw it, it made me laugh. Yeah. And then once they, like, started fighting, I was like, this is fucking cool. It's, it was <laughs> rad. It was rad. They have, like, a sword fight with, with chainsaw. It's, but, like, and one tight. of them is, like, a giant, like, yeah, it's 10 huge. foot chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, it's as long as your couch. Like, That's crazy. Um, and, uh, I, and at one point, he goes and he gets, he makes this, like, giant, like, a big fucking axe. Like, he just molds it. Yeah, like, he just, he makes, like, a weapon. Yeah, he, he molds it and, like, quenches it and, like, everything. He goes to the fucking Mac from Predator. Yeah. And, uh, uh what the hell is, uh, I can't remember, it's Bill something. Yeah, I forget that dude's name, but yeah. Bill Duke. Bill Duke, there you go. Yeah, he's in it, like, for, like, a second. Mm-hmm. And he's like, kind of just helps with the exposition, and uh, yeah, he makes like this fucking axe. It's like an axe slash like pick pickaxe slash. I don't know. Even the bottom is like blade. It's just a it's, it's a gnarly looking weapon. It looks like Jonathan Davis's fucking like a mic stand. stand. <laughs> 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 fucking corn. Oh wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, that fucking movie is, is really good. Um, you should definitely check it out. Um, if you skip like maybe like even like ha- I think if you skip like half an hour in you should be good, but yeah I mean it's like you know it's worth it for at least like, uh you know the 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 brutal fight scenes and the like, visuals the visuals. Yeah. the visuals alone like like fucking smoke a joint and watch this movie because you'll be like tripping the fuck out. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a tiger in in it. There's like. Yeah. 
and there's just like brutal death and it's like metal as fuck yeah the and the end is super like weird and vague so yeah i i dug that movie joey what you got it's a classic one fairly well it's one of the newer classic ones i was uh it was uh, six cents Okay, another uh, another '90s movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. I, I, that's I that, guess that's what my focus well, was. And that, that makes like, that makes sense because that's like when we grew up watching. Exactly, movies, those know, are the ones you remember. Sometimes you want to have those nostalgia. Kind yeah. Of, uh, but yeah, I was kind of thinking because uh, I, I was thinking I'm gonna watch it again and I'm gonna see how obvious it was that you know he was dead from the beginning and we just didn't catch it. But yeah. even then, just watching it, you get so uh, enthralled and then just the. What's going on with the kid and those quiet moments, it really just, you kind of sink into the scene and you're just watching it. So then it makes it really effective. So it's not as, you know, stupid as we think. It's like, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I got fooled. That that makes sense. Yeah. I'm not a dummy, you're but like, it happened. Yeah, no. And I, it, and it, I, it was really effective. It's, it's not so yeah, you, you wanted uh, to, obvious you, as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, you, 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 went, you went back and you were just like, okay, let's see if it's like, if I was just like a dumb kid yeah. that was getting fucking played by M. Night Shyamalan. No, yeah, well, it was good. It was effective. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I, I, you know what? Honestly, I don't think I've seen that movie since it came out. Yeah. I, it, I, it's, it's, it's definitely been a while. And, yeah, you know, sure. and fucking, he's made a lot of shit movies since then. So I've been like hesitant to like, Go back. Yeah, what's up with Haley Joel Osment? Oh, he's a, oh he, yeah. I mean, he was in. <laughs> no, he, he came uh, he back. In, yeah, he was in. Uh, what was uh, he was in a bunch. Of, he's in a bunch of things now. He's well, he with the superheroes. Uh, uh, the the boys. The boys. The yeah. boys. On he, he's really good. He, he's a small part in that, but he was really good. In he's the in boys. a he's in a lot of like uh, Kevin Smith's new stuff. He was in. Oh, right. oh, he was in yeah. Tusk, and he was. Oh, in, he's like, going to be oh, in okay, the new yeah. Clerks. Is he? Or or Clerks? I think he might be in Jane Silent Bob reboot. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. So and. He's he was in Tusk and I think he was in Yoga Hose. Oh, I think yeah, he also was in uh, Sil- uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah, he was in he was in another one where he was like a teacher. Uh, it was like it was yeah, like a like comp- sex ed, uh, sex, sex ed, or sex ed, ed. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was in that. Uh, that was actually pretty good. I I, I, yeah, I liked him I in that. that. Was cool. Yes, but now like now he plays like the 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 frumpy guy in like everything <laughs> yeah. like the 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 awkward frumpy guy. Can't believe that man! After going from AI to the from from B guy, yeah. Damn. I mean, hey, he he he's found his niche. Him, I mean, yeah. yeah, he's he's doing it and still got it. I'm I'm sure I'm sure he's got like still gets that fucking Sixth Sense movie. Yeah. What you what you got next, Andy? Um, I watched a movie called Eat Locals. Eat Locals. And uh, I didn't know what to make of it at first because I was just like, okay, it looks like a vampire movie, and, mm-hmm. and it is. Um, it's set in I want to say England. Because the whole cast is just British and Scottish mm-hmm. actors, or English and Scottish, whatever. Yeah. And um, the premise is these vampires that have lived for you know hundreds, potentially thousands of years. Mm-hmm. They're the last of them. It's like eight of them. And they all meet up just to kind of go over. It's just be like, hey, this is our thing we do every 50 years. We meet up. Mm-hmm. We talk about our territory or whatever. We squabble because we've basically been a family for yeah. you know hundreds of years. And then uh, the meeting at their farmhouse gets interrupted by, like, a special task force led by, like, this, you know, little religious guy. Oh, really? And uh, they start pick you know, they, they, they battle it out and they kind of just have to survive, you know, Whoa. or they not survive until the morning. They have to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Before it hits morning. Yeah. And okay. Just the struggles between that. But huh. uh, Charlie Cox is in it. He, he was Daredevil. Okay. Uh, and the, the Netflix series and a bunch of, like... 
you won't remember their names as soon as you see their faces. You're like, yeah. oh, I know, I know. Who that yeah, is. yeah. So you're you're like, they've times. been in a bunch of things. But it was it was funny, and uh, some <laughs> the way they they kill people is is very inventive and. Uh, it was fun to just see like all these dudes roll in and be like, ah, it's just a bunch of people in a farmhouse, you know, like, yeah, they're, they're vampires or whatever, but we can take them. We have guns and everything. Yeah. And then it's just like, well, all the guys that went in there, they killed them and now the vampires have guns. Well, like, that's, that's, that's actually like really great. I want to, yeah. I want to check that out. It was funny. Charlie Cox's character plays like basically a vegan. He only feeds on animal blood, not oh, human man, blood. Oh man, that's funny. Um, what, wait, what is it called again? It's called Eat Locals. Eat Locals. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. I, I, I really like that, that concept. Um, cool. And what, what's that on? That's on that there? was on, I found that on Shudder. That's on Shudder yeah. too. Okay. Cool. My next one is actually a documentary and it is, uh, from, God, what is the guy's name? I forgot what the what the filmmaker's name is, but basically it's a documentary about uh, Skinwalker Ranch. If uh, you don't know what Skinwalker Ranch is, it's basically it is they call it like the Disneyland of the paranormal. Right. It's um, you know they have like a bunch of UFO sightings, uh, um, poltergeist activities, Bigfoot sightings. There's a bunch of shit that goes on there. Just uh, yeah, wild, 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 stories. crazy shit that goes on there. And, um, you know, they have, there's like a lot of cattle mutilation and all kinds of shit. And basically this was a documentary that went through that, through like the history of it. And, um, yeah, it's, it's really fun if you like, it didn't present me with anything I didn't already know. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, this is also like a, a subject that I'm kind of, I'm kind of into and I really enjoy. Oh yeah. But so like the documentary itself didn't give me any kind of new information it kind of gave it, uh, it, it was all stuff that I knew. There was some like stuff where I'm like, oh, okay. Like I'd never seen like the, the footage of the cattle mutilation, which some, like if you're like not into like kind of like, uh, you UFOs know, guts, or you know, but also like if you're not into like guts and stuff, oh, because yeah. like the cattle mutilation stuff can be kind of like weird and hard to watch. Like within 20 minutes, like a fucking, uh, calf got like completely mutilated like took in all of its blood <laughs> they, they took all of its blood Don't they, they like, no, removed some skin all like. the all the skin of the body is completely gone these are like surgically like accurate fucking like cuts that that were made and there's no there's no blood there's no nothing they're like it, it's on the ground splayed out okay. but there's not even blood around it wow and it happened in like a 20 minute window like everyone's just kind of like what the fuck happened there's like all kinds of shit that's going on they talk about um what's the dude uh robert bigelow who like i think he's now like he's the owner of the well he he was he sold it whoever owns it now actually makes an appearance in it but they they hide their identity but they're still doing research out there Mm -hmm. and um but yeah that one it was really good if you have any interest at all in like the paranormal supernatural whatever Check it out, uh, just because it's it's interesting. The documentarian, the, the guy who made the movie, he likes to be in his his movies a lot. He also made a one that's on uh, Netflix uh, about Bob Lazar. Oh, I yeah, oh, I yeah. did see that one. Yeah, I saw that yeah. one. Yeah. It's a good one. I like. Yeah, it. but he likes to be in his documentaries a lot, and he interviews it. He interviews himself mm-hmm. a lot, which I'm not a big fan of. But I mean, whatever. It's not like a big deal. Um, but I will say, like the fucking soundtrack to this movie, like because. 
uh, since it's a documentary, I was kind of like up and like making food and stuff while it was going on, so I could just kind of listen to the information. But they have like this like synth uh, soundtrack that just had me kind of like bopping the the entire time. <laughs> like sometimes I would stop paying attention to what the fuck was was going on because because I'm like grooving to the to the synth. It's just like. And I'm just like fuck. This is fucking like pretty rad. And I even like I had posted in my uh, in my Instagram about it. You know, I post like a, a little a small review on every movie that I watch with a clip. And I actually got a response from the guy who made who made the music. Oh, wow. So I was like I was like no way. But yeah, and he was like he was just like I was actually trying to make it uh, a little scarier than the Bob Lazar stuff. And but I'm, I'm like well, dude, it was good regardless. Like I enjoyed it so. That was honestly, like, probably, like, my favorite part. But it's, like, if you don't know anything about this, I definitely... And you have any interest in, like, this kind of thing, definitely check it out. It's on Hulu right now. Um, all right, Jose, what you got? All righty, I have Return of the Living Dead. It's party time! Yeah, it's, this Fuck is yeah. one of those where it's, like, when I was younger, I just... I would always watch it, like, a little clip here, a little clip there. Never really watched it the full way yeah. through. And, yeah, uh, You know, I enjoyed this uh, one time, and... I was just tripping out on the the ending of the the whole nuclear fucking yeah. ending of it. I was like, I, I do you know. didn't you're like you're like how did I, admit, I I can't believe I have not watched <laughs> this movie like sooner in its totality. Uh, but yeah, and then the special effects like the the the, the practical effects are amazing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's just all around good fun. Yeah, no, that's that's a fucking great movie. Like if you're like that's probably one of my favorite zombie movies. Uh, th- like yeah. that's that's probably one of my favorite non like Romero zombie movies. That one's a really good one, and the fucking, and then the fucking soundtrack is like dope mm-hmm. as fuck too. Yeah, that's a fucking great soundtrack. Um, oh, also totally nude chick. So that was points. That's yeah. probably the only re- re- the only thing I remember watching. Over yeah, there. yeah. When you when you were a kid, yeah. yeah, of course. You're like, <laughs> yeah. She gets all fucking nude, and starts dancing in a graveyard. It's fucking yeah. dope. Um, <laughs> that's fucking rad, dude. Um, Return of the Living Dead. That's a great one. No, it's classic. All right, you're up, Andy. Um, another Japanese horror movie. This movie is called uh, One Cut of the Dead. Oh, fuck. And um, it sold me on the premise, um, which actually changed about 30 minutes into the movie. What? Uh, as I read the description when I first watched it, I was like, okay, this movie is about a film crew shooting a zombie movie, mm. like very low budget, and then an actual zombie outbreak happens. Oh, my God. And the director <sighs> takes that opportunity to... Like keep filming. He's like, mm. well, shit. This is the real thing, you know. And um, <laughs> this isn't so much a spoiler because Acting. the the way that the movie, what it turns into, like it's more interesting to see how this happens. But thirty minutes into it, you realize what you've been seeing. This real zombie outbreak now is them actually shooting their fictional zombie mm. movie. So it is a behind the scene. It turns into a behind the scenes. Of them shooting a zombie. Oh, weird! And it follows the production of it, and you know the cast and crew. Oh shit! And it, it goes from like being semi creepy to just being really funny and interesting because you're like, oh shit, this is how they would. Yeah. This is how they would shoot a horror movie. They have all you know. Yeah. All the little qualms with the actors and everything. They're all really funny, and it's a super heartwarming movie at the end because mm. the the whole deal you know is. Basically, throughout the movie, the director of the movie within the movie is trying to, you know, mm. connect with his daughter, who's also a fan of films and, right. and all that stuff. And just seeing what they had to do to, to make that zombie movie, where it's just like things you don't think about. It's like, oh, this guy got his arm chopped off and 
there's a PA throwing an arm into the scene <laughs> and the, the cast reacting to it. And a lot of it's ad lib because, you know, one of the actors is drunk. So they just paint him in zombie makeup and they're like, <laughs> just send him out there. We'll see what he does. Uh, but it was really funny and, and really like it, it almost made me cry at the end because I was like, this is very sweet. Yeah, oh, I, 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 love, I love movies like that where it's just like, you're like, okay, this is going to be probably going to be kind of scary, but it'll be cool. And then like by the time you're, you're done, you're like, oh, wait, this is really funny. And then you're like, oh, but it's also really heartwarming. I think I had like kind of the same feelings about like Train to Busan where yeah. it's just like, there's like funny parts to that movie too. Where oh, the, just like, the, the big, the chubby dude. Yeah. He was like the best part of that movie. Yeah, he keeps calling him like an asshole. Yeah. And loser and shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, that, that sounds really cool. A lot of the ones you, you've brought are like, they're like really like kind of like different kind of concepts to, mm-hmm. um, to, uh, you know, just horror traditional. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I love that. I love when you, they take like tropes and they make, um, you know, they make kind of like almost like parodies or like tributes to them. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's great. Speaking of, uh, tropes and, uh, stuff, my next one is bones from oh my god <laughs> from uh 2001 i think i think so starring snoop doggy Dog. oh yeah um <laughs> and he is a pimp ghost that is essentially is. what what he is and i had watched this movie when <laughs> it came out i had originally watched it on dvd i remember we rented it from a little place by my house i fucking loved it when it came out i loved it mainly because it was snoop and then like I, I haven't watched it since, and I just kind of came across it, and I was like, huh, I haven't watched this movie in a minute. Let me check it out. And it was one of these nights where I had forgotten to watch a movie, so I'm like, oh, I'll just watch it in the in the morning. I was going to start watching... I was going to rewatch the... the Jeffrey Dahmer um, movie with... Uh, Zach Zach Efron? Oh, the Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Yeah. Would I say uh, Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Ted. Ted. The, the the Ted Bundy. Um, and I had watched that one already, and I'll be honest, I didn't really care for it all that no. much. Same. I, I had I had some problems with it, but anyway, so I was like, eh, I don't really want to watch this again, and so I found Bones, and as you guys know, I like movies that are kind of bad, but not bad in the same way that. Um, that the the Ted Bundy movie more more is, ridiculous yeah more ridiculous over the top and Bones sure is fucking that yeah um and it is actually like surprisingly good there's a lot of like dumb like horror tropes in it and we uh I don't know we just get like Snoop Dogg being like he kind of reminds me of like like a ghetto Undertaker I can like, see from, that from wrestling um he like even like he has a big long coat he has a big old hat. And he's wearing all black, and he is essentially, like, a fucking demon. Like, he's, like, some sort of pimp demon. The kills in it are really weird. Um, The guy in it, there's a guy in it who plays one of his old friends, and I forget the the actor's name, but he played uh, Pinky in uh, Next Friday. Mm. Uh, do you remember uh, Pinky? Pinky? He played. Uh, he was the the owner of the record the, store. The owner, the owner of the record store that okay. uh, he holds uh, Craig at like gun gunpoint, and he's just like, "Say it again, say it again." <laughs> remember that guy? Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's he's in it, and he plays one of the the main characters' dad, and he has a few freakouts in it. And but every time I watch it, 
all I keep thinking is like that's Pinky, like you know, because he looks just like he even sounds like him, you know, like cause he didn't change his voice that much. Yeah. It's like a mix between like two thousands like horror movies, like it remind me of like Thirteen Ghosts or something like okay. that, or like you know, like those kind of like movies that yeah. that mix with like a black exploitation movie, and that one was actually like surprisingly fun and entertaining. I really enjoyed it, and then. Um, and it was I watched it for free on uh, YouTube, Com- no, like the whole perfect. movie, the whole movie, and they didn't shrink it down or anything. It wasn't like a link. <laughs> it was like the full movie, so you can go watch that probably now. Dope. Yeah, Bones. 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 It's a good name. Jimmy Bones. He plays. That's that's the name. That's his name, Jimmy Bones. I'm like that's Jimmy Bones is a pretty dope name. Um, all right, Jose, you got anything else? Uh, I think I'm all tapped out. You're tapped out. I'm, okay. I'm, 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 yeah. Well, I can jump. I can right. jump back in here. Um, the next movie I watched was Mayhem, and I would categorize this as more of like a. It's definitely more actiony than it, but it's mm-hmm. it's a horror premise. Um, the The premise is there's a virus that, when it infects you, it it makes your it makes you enact your like wildest impulses. So if you're full of anger. You're just gonna go ape shit on mm. someone if you have any kind of like sexual desire. No. Yeah, you can see where that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> it starts out in this big like corporate building. I believe it's like a law office. It starts uh, Stephen Yoon from The Walking Dead. Okay, Man okay, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Samara Weaving, who was in uh, uh, Ready or Not recently, and um, he's like a you know corporate lawyer, and he gets fired from his job, and you know he's he's making a scene. He he wants to you know go higher up, mm-hmm. and be like, hey, this is fucked up. You know, yeah, I. They've, they've set me up. I, I want to keep my job. doesn't end up working. He's about to get kicked out when all of a sudden the building he's in gets quarantined. And they're like, oh, hey, fuck. the virus is in here. And, you know, you're going to have to wait about 12 hours for the cure to, like, come through. Yeah. And then it just goes insane because oh, people start, ki- like, beating the shit out of everyone, killing, like... And it's an office building. Yeah. And the way I would describe it, and it's not the greatest description, but it's... Office space meets the raid. Okay. Because, like, they just have to, again, work their way to the top to get to the boss's Uh, office. And every level there's 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 something else that's going on. And uh, the main character, it's it's really funny, also really violent and and brutal. And, oh, man, it was a a really good movie. It was on Shudder. And I was like, is this a horror movie? It doesn't really, like, kind of looks like it. But it it was a great, great movie to watch. Kind of almost like the concept of like just like this, this like affliction that just like happens out of nowhere. Um, that's not necessarily like a zombie thing, but like maybe more like maybe like more like I don't know like rage or you know whatever. Yeah. You know, but it's uh, it kind of also reminds me of like uh, mom and dad mm-hmm. with uh, Nick Nick Cage and Selma Blair. Oh, yeah. See that, that one. That one. Yeah, that one. That one's really good. Um, but yeah, it reminds me kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love like movies where you need to go through, like it's basically like levels, like you know, and you're kind of building to like yeah, you know, the the, the top. Um, yeah, what was kind of like that too was a uh, twelve was it twelve rounds three I think with uh, uh, Dean Ambrose. Oh, R- remember we watched that? AKA John Moxley. Uh, it's a WWE movie, but. And it's basically, it's like Die Hard, but with Dean Ambrose. And it's 
called 12 rounds not because there's 12 rounds of like this game that they're playing it's 12 rounds because that's all like that's all the ammo he has going oh, I got you. and he's going through like a a building uh like he's going through like the the police station hmm. trying to stop like corrupt cops and shit but anyways that's like damn and yeah. he only has 12 rounds he only has 12 <laughs> rounds and so like the whole time like you're counting down with him like of all like of of his thing, but anyways, that's not a fucking horror movie. Um, yeah, me and Jose yeah. watched that not too long ago. Yeah, mayhem. Mayhem. And also, special shout out to Samara Weaving. Uh, her character in that movie is just fantastic. Uh, she's like a metalhead, and uh, just a highlight of Fuck that yeah. movie. Um, yeah, I think I saw I saw that one somewhere else where I was like, oh, maybe, and I and I thought about watching it, and I was like, uh, maybe next time, and you know, I just never got into it. Mm. Um, okay, let's see. My next one is Hereditary. Oh, nice. I that is one life. I watched this year. It just yeah. didn't happen to make my list because I've seen it a couple times, but it's it's really good. Yeah, I've been putting this one off for a minute. Like, I heard it was good, and I watched the trailer, and I was like, mm, I don't know, maybe not. And um, and I got to say, like, the, the trailer is super misleading. I thought, like, the entire time we're going to be dealing with, like, a creepy kid movie. Right. Um, and that doesn't necessarily is, happen. No, it is not. No. Yeah, no. And that's why I was just like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be, which I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, this is another movie that's kind of, like, long, but I don't feel like it feels as long. Yeah. It does, Like, it's slow, but it's... What's the word? Deliberate, I guess? And it's just like, it. not like as much of a slog as like uh, Mandy well, was. I I saw the other movie by the same director, Midsummer. Yeah. And that was also long and that felt long. Yeah. Not, uh, Hereditary didn't feel that Yeah. Long. Yeah. Hereditary was really good and it actually like deals a lot with like grief and loss and like kind of family tragedy and manipulation, uh, manipulation and just like kind of like what this family is going through and a lot of times like i said before like psychological shit like that is really like more scary than anything because it's just like you know these people like you can't even like trust your own mind and it's like there's some like really sad shit that happens in this movie i won't spoil it because it's still like a fairly new movie but Mm. there's a lot of like real sad like like shit that goes on and just like you really feel for like the family in in the movie and this is another one that just looks like really fucking great. Like it's shot yeah. really well. Yeah. And it looked, Tony Collette as the mom. Oh, she's like otherworldly yeah. in this movie. The 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 dinner scene just mm-hmm. where where she kind of goes off on everybody is just like wow. It's she's so good in you it. Feel, like you yeah. you feel uncomfortable. Watching yeah, you feel like you feel like you're sitting at this table with them like. While they're, like, having, like, this argument, if you've ever been to, like, someone's house and they start, yeah. like, arguing, and you're like, oh, oh, I shouldn't be here. Yeah, that's exactly how You know? Um, but, yeah, that one, uh, Ari Aster? Yeah, Aster. Aster? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's the director, and uh, he did that, and he did Midsummer, which I also watched. Um, I need to watch that one. I want to watch that That one's really good, too. Um, again, it's long, but honestly, like... It, it feels long, but it also doesn't feel like... Like, it doesn't seem like a cumbersome kind of long. It yeah. seems more... It feels more like a... Like, like a... Because you're, you're kind of paying attention this whole time because you're like, I know some fucked up shit's going to happen, yeah, yeah. but I don't know what. And there's, like, even going to be, like... I heard that they're going to release a, a, a more extended cut. Of oh. Midsummer. A Midsummer. Mm-hmm. 
um, that adds in more stuff that kind of makes things a little clearer. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually like actually excited to watch that, and that'll be that's just like an honorable mention. I think Midsummer yeah. because that one was was uh, really good. It's, yeah, well, it I, it might be available for like streaming now, but I mean, it came out not that long ago in theaters. Yeah, so. yeah, that that one came out in, this year. Yeah. I've seen it on, in Redbox. Yeah, uh, you could get it. Yep. Um, Okay, what's next, Andy? I got uh, Big Bad Wolves. Big Bad Wolves. I think it's from 2013, I want to say. Not a werewolf movie. No? No. Uh, This movie's about... It follows three characters, mostly. Um, At the beginning of this movie, there are some kids playing hide-and-go-seek, and and, uh, one of them disappears. And so the movie follows the father of this victim who disappears and is later found out murdered and decapitated and all kinds of fucked up stuff done to that 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 poor kid but uh follows the father it follows a cop who was on the case but gets fired because he treats the suspect you know in the case he roughs him up and everything and they're Mm -hmm. just like we got we gotta let you go but the chief of police is like you're not a cop but maybe investigate this on your own so he essentially turns into like a vigilante Mm -hmm. and then they follow the suspect and so it's all three, th- three, th- three of these guys, you know, kind of slowly coming into a collision course until they finally meet. And it's just like it, it, it goes off the rails after yeah. that. Uh, the cop kidnaps the suspect. The father comes upon the cop and the suspect, knocks them both out and takes them back to this oh. house. And is like, I'm going to torture this suspect until he tells me what he did to wow. my daughter. And he's like... And he goes to the cop. He's like, you can either help me or you can sit there chained up and, you know, just watch. He's like, but this is going to happen. Damn. And it just, it goes on from there. They they try to get this guy to confess. And it's a brutal movie, but yeah. it's also, like, it has its moments of levity. Yeah. Um, it's an Israeli film. Oh, shit. And, um, subtitles? yeah, so subtitles. Again, okay. um, But, yeah, the, like, it's it was really engaging and, like, I, I really wanted to, like, I was like, man, is this? Did this guy do it? Like, they're he he's not saying anything, and it's not like he's playing like a game with them or anything. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, he was a school teacher, and he seems like he's kind of weird. But I mean, you're not just gonna you know yeah torture a dude because he's weird. But yeah, like it's and that ending is is crazy, and it's just it's a brutal movie, but definitely worth the watch. All right, cool. What's it called again? Big Bad Wolves. Big Bad Wolves. Why do they call it that? No idea. No clue. It has All right. nothing to do with it. Something maybe lost yeah. in translation. Maybe. Oh, okay. My next one, I believe it's from a couple years ago, um, and it is called The Love Witch. The Love from, Witch. And uh, this one is really fucking dope. I was, like, not sure what to make of it at first. I wasn't, like... I knew, like, aesthetically they were trying to go for, like... Like that 70s... 70s yeah. or, like... Early seventies, late sixties uh, look to it. Right. Um, a lot of like really bright kind of like Technicolor looks to it. Every uh, time I saw the main character, because I, I I almost watched this movie this year, yeah. but just decided against it. I can't remember yeah. what I removed or whatever. Yeah. But it looked intriguing. Yeah. And every time I saw the main character, I was like, she's lit like Morticia or something yeah. from the Adams family. Yeah. No. It it looks like amazing. Like just it to, looked like, beautiful. Like, yeah. No, and it looks like one of these old movies. Like, if you didn't know any better, you would swear it was from, mm-hmm. like, the 70s. Yeah. Like, that aspect alone, I think, is worth watching it. Like, that's worth, like, 
all like the accolades that it could get because that's a hard thing to do to make a movie that looks so like old timey like just aesthetically yeah and to in like modern day and make it like kind of work is like fucking like crazy and then like to find out that the director like she didn't just direct she mm-hmm. wrote it right. she edited it she composed all the music Right. She even did all the set design on it. Damn. She like fucking killed it. And basically it's about um it's about a lady who is well she's a love witch and uh she practices witchcraft. She does like love spells on on men to try to get, you know cuz she wants to make find fall in love make make them fall in love with her. And um her love spells like become too intense and she ends up, like, killing people by, you know, by mistake or, like, you know, and then ends up having to, like, cover it up. And, uh, yeah, and, like, even, like, the acting is, like, kind of, like, purposefully bad. Like, it's, Yeah, I it's, saw it, it looked like, like you said, like, it looks like it's from, like, the late yeah, 60s. It, so the acting is, is kind of, like... Yeah, it's kind of weird and yeah. it's kind of, like... The the whole thing like it's totally worth the watch because like it's it's also like really funny and despite her like her trying to like find like love from like all these guys every single man in it is ugly as fucking sin <laughs> and, you know I'm not like the you fucking we best don't, we don't have it all yeah ourselves. yeah no but like just every dude that they got in for this movie they're like let's cast ugly fucking dudes. <laughs> And like and like because the, the girl in it is fucking beautiful. Yeah, she's gorgeous. She's, yeah. she's she's so fucking pretty, um, and like but yeah. So like, in a way, like it almost feels like, like because in it, you know, you're watching it and you're like, why are you settling for like these fucking schmoes? Like you know, and that's kind of like the lesson of the movie is that she doesn't need to do all this shit. You know, she's like putting too much. You know emphasis on on you know this kind of you know quote-unquote love and whatever and she does like you know tarot and like even like the the kind of the magic stuff is you know i i kind of study some witchcraft and stuff and some of that is actually fairly accurate and was like like surprising like uh you know some of her tarot stuff and all that stuff and so that was all like really fun and there's like some like ren fair uh type shit in it too mm-hmm. that's totally like 60s ren fair so that's that's fun that's uh love witch f- uh, and i think that's on netflix no on on amazon it's on amazon yeah right now. I, I saw it on shutter and it's good it's in multiple places so yeah no yeah, that, that's a great one check that one I'm out gonna for sure. to, i'm gonna have to watch that one what what's up next i got two more these are the last two and kind okay. of my like there these were in no discernible order but now that i'm looking at this list like these are probably my favorite mm-hmm. uh, suspiria the 2018 okay. remake. oh that's a good one um it stars Dakota Johnson and Tilda Swinton. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, it's a remake of the 77 movie. It's about a ballet dancer being accepted to this German ballet academy that's secretly run by witches. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, yeah, this movie is, one, gorgeous, and, like, everybody in it is great. And some of the stuff that happens in it, like, is is grotesque. Oh, yeah. Like, you yeah. see it, and it's just like, holy shit, I have right. never seen something this intense yeah. before. But it's also, mm. like, some of the parts that are... It's it's intermixed with, like, oh, this is there's a beautiful dance happening. Mm. Yeah. And this person's, you know... And then, you know, something else is happening at the same time. It's just like, holy shit, this is wild. Yeah. Have, have you seen the original one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I've, I don't think I've ever seen the original one, and that's then I feel like I'm like kind of like oh like I'm like a horror fan. I should have seen like it's, the original. It's that seventies. Uh, it's Dario Argento, yeah. so like the giallo uh, horror from Italy. Yeah, it. but yeah, this one is different from that one. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's kind of its own thing, but. Yeah, like, I, I really, really... I, I didn't know if I was going to like this movie when I saw it in yeah. theaters originally. And it just grew on me and is definitely one of, like, my favorite movies yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, for sure. All right, cool. No, because I've seen it and I've kind of been, like... I knew, like, the premise cause I, of the original. But, like I said, I've never seen it. And, it mm-hmm. and that actually has kind of, like, the original probably has a closer look to, like... The Love, the, the Witch. Love Witch. Yeah. It just, oh, the early, the okay. 70s one is a lot more like trippy and stuff yeah. but this one does have have that and the score even though I'm not like a Radiohead fan like Tom yeah. York did a, a good job on the mm-hmm. score and yeah it's it's just it's a great great movie definitely worth checking mm-hmm. out cool Suspiria I think that one's on Amazon right now right? yeah mm-hmm. my next one is actually a recent one also maybe not necessarily a horror movie per se it's more of probably an action movie um, upgrade. Oh, oh yeah, this upgrade is one I've been days. meaning to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I really fucking like this movie. I was like not sure, and I kept seeing it pop up on different. Like when I was looking through like horror stuff, and I was like, "What is it?" And then I'd watch some review on something else. They mentioned Upgrade and how good that was, and I was like, "Okay, let me check." check it out and it was one of those days where i just i couldn't decide mm-hmm. and i know andy you used one uh like, yeah, a, like a, a random, random picker random picker to like choose yours but i kind of like flew by the seat of my pants and kind of decided like how i was feeling certain days mm-hmm. um so i went into this movie not really knowing what i was getting i kind of knew the premise because i watched the the trailer um but i was like i don't know how this is gonna be and i watched it and i fucking loved it it's like brutal it's brutal as fuck um it's essentially like it's almost the same story as venom yeah like um so the story is basically uh this guy which is crazy because like i call that actor i was like that's like tom hardy really same same yeah yeah, no yeah no he definitely has like tom hardy feels to him uh when i when i watched it um but that guy that he's also in a movie Uh, on netflix called the invitation which is also mm -hmm. really really good i like that actor so i'm gonna i'm gonna have to watch up you know uh, upgrade was really good uh, well you know i'm like a big like venom fan Mm -hmm. like you know and i was i like like the new movie like the the venom movie definitely better than spider-man 3 but um, there are some shit with it where it's just like, eh, okay, like, but it's a fun, dumb action movie. Uh, but this just seemed like so much like just darker, I guess, which yeah. is weird to say. But basically, this guy, uh, his wife is killed, and and this is like set in like the like the near future. So he gets this implant that's supposed to like help him function. Like basically, it takes control of like. Where his spine was severed from, uh, from uh, his accident, it, they put in this this chip, this experimental chip that's like an AI that uh, can c- take control of his limbs and stuff, and he can, and he can move around again. Um, and basically, like he sets out, it's another like revenge story. He sets out to like get revenge on the people that killed his wife and like left him paralyzed. But it's slowly like this AI starts, like, taking over and, like, helping him with stuff and, like, 
you know, not, like, showing any restraint and, like, fucking killing people. And some of the kills in this are fucking, like, whoa. Straight up, like, like near decapitations and shit like that. Yeah. And just, like, yeah. And the action in it is really cool, super fast. Because, like, the guy's not actually controlling it. Like, so, like, his body is moving in certain ways, but his face is telling a different story. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, really interesting. Um... But yeah, I definitely recommend Upgrade. I, I enjoyed it a lot better. I think it could have been... Like, I, I enjoyed it a lot more than, than Venom. I think if Venom would have went that same way, I think it could have been better. But yeah, uh, I definitely recommend that one. Uh, I think I watched it on HBO Go. Yeah, I think it's on okay, HBO cool. Go right now. Are we just going to make it a running bit of insulting Spider-Man 3? Maybe. 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 Cool. I mean, it's very possible. I mean, we might even end up like... Fucking watching watching it at some point. I mean, at the very least, to watch fucking Spider Man Two because Spider Man Two is a good fucking. Yeah, that one is probably like the best one. Yeah, it's my favorite one still. Yeah, for sure. I got my last movie, which is a classic, um, and I did it to get ready for a movie that's I believe out this weekend. Nineteen eighty, directed by Stanley Kubrick, starring Jack Nicholson, Mm. Shelley Duvall, Scatman Crothers, The Shining. Duh. So yep. I did. I watched this movie. It's my last movie. I watched it on Halloween mm-hmm. because uh, Doctor Halloween Sleep, movie. the sequel, uh, the, at least to you know before this, the the book was a sequel to uh, The Shining from. Why am I blanking on his name? The author Stephen King. Stephen King. King, and I did it to get ready to watch a new movie, which I'm excited about. But The Shining. Okay. I mean, what what the hell can you? Yeah, can I you mean, not say? if you haven't seen the movie. Um, <laughs> Basic premise, family gets offered to take care of a hotel during its off winter months when no one's going to be there, so they essentially get to stay there for free, and um, then it's a pretty couple of chill weeks of winter, nothing really happens all that much, Um, it's definitely not haunted, Um, they definitely didn't see something that would scar me for life, the lady in the bathtub, Um, that's something I'll remember. That guy getting blown by that bear dog (laughs) thing. Uh, it's just, you know, it goes into, uh, Jack Nicholson's character's psychosis yeah, as he's I, there. And that's another one of those things where it's just like, that's more of like the psychological mm-hmm. kind of thing where it's just like, whoa, that's fucking like, cause I think that that's good too, because it, that movie is so great because it's like, you don't really know, like, is this all fucking really happening or is, is it just every, like, or is he just going fucking crazy? Mm-hmm. Is this all what they're seeing? But yeah. like. Some of that stuff is is there to you know only a certain character. Some mm-hmm. of it multiple people can yeah. see. Yeah. So yeah, it's hard to yeah. And um and like now like Doctor Sleep is is coming out and it's supposed to be about uh his son his son Danny son, yeah da- Danny right um yeah I heard uh something I think I listened to a an interview recently with uh, the director of Doctor Sleep where Mike, he was, Mike Flanagan yeah and he was talking about that um. The Shining was really more about like, uh, kind of like sobriety and like recovery and uh, right. you know um, Stephen King actually being like, yeah, recovering. like recovering and being stuck in this hotel too like, and right. it was kind of him going like crazy about it, and I think he was also saying but like Doctor Sleep's more about like, you know, sticking with recovery and like you know being like. 
you know, like just struggling to like keep yeah. that sobriety. And I, I read the book, uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. Sleepery, so I'm so excited to see the adaptation. But yeah, it's like okay. seeing, you know, trying not to follow in his dad's footsteps yeah. and and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, there's not much to say else about The Shining. Yeah, like, I mean, what what do you say about like a cinematic classic? But yeah, it, at the very least, if you don't see that movie, go like go on YouTube and look up like Stanley Kubrick yelling at fucking Shelley Duvall. It's it's. I mean, she's so great in that movie, yeah. but to see like how that greatness came about, is yeah, brutal. Dude. Yeah, no, he like they he fucking, fucked her up for life. Yeah, yeah, no, she's like now she's like super like she's got PTSD. Dude, think. she's like really like fucked up now, like. <laughs> No, for real. Like, it's like... No, 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 it's it's not funny, but it's just like, whoa. Like, like, what's funny is just like, it's just so ridiculous, like, that you would have, like... Yeah. It's like, it's called acting. Let them fucking act, Stanley, you know? No, we wouldn't have noticed. Like, I I heard that he did, like, 130-some takes for that one shot in the restroom. But I'm sure we would have seen, like, from 1 to, like, 50 to 60, whatever it was. We wouldn't have known the difference. Yeah, no. Exactly, like you didn't have to do all that shit. Like, be a dick. yeah, you're just being a piece of shit, Stanley <laughs> Kubrick. But yeah, but um, just you know, see, seeing that movie and like, it's scary for all of the, the supernatural stuff, but also the internal stuff. It's like, man, you can't you can't even trust your own family. You know, look at what happens to, to Danny and his his dad. Yeah, it's just like, there's a reason it's a classic. Yeah, yeah, definitely go go see that. Did you ever see the the the, the remake? The, the, the miniseries or the yeah, was a mini TV? Yeah, with Stephen, I did. Yeah, did did Stephen King direct that one or did he I, just wrote the the screenplay? I'm not sure. Oh, okay, I know like that but one's that, actually that's called. the one that he liked. Like, yeah, and that's the one that he wanted because he didn't like uh, the Kubrick yeah. Shining. I don't like that reimagining yeah. one. I, okay, yeah, I've, I've never only, seen. I've it. only seen him once, and I was just like. Uh, yeah, I've, I've never seen it. I was just like, meh. So this is going to be my last one. And this is another one that's falls into that uh, bad and ridiculous uh, category. And this one is from, I think, 2005-ish? 2005, 2003, I don't know, around there. Early 2000s. Um, and this is... See no evil. Oh, again, boy. we are tying into wrestling. Into wrestling, yeah. And <laughs> this is See No Evil, starring the current mayor of Knox oh, County, right. Tennessee, Glenn Jacobs, aka Kane, the Undertaker's little brother. Um, <laughs> this movie is another movie that fucking like really surprised me. I'd never seen it before, and I was like, let me like just check it out because I was curious. I was curious because I'm like. Well, Kane's in it. I'm just curious what the fuck they do with it. Um, It's kind of a cookie-cutter slasher movie, and especially, like, you can tell, like, it was made in the early 2000s when, like, that fucking, like... Oh, gore- all, all the, like, the, the gory slasher yeah, movies yeah, are super popular. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, like, Saw, I think, had just came out, and, like, Hostel and all this shit. Right. But, yeah, so you can tell it's, like, kind of, like, inspired by a lot of that. And this is also, like, a WWE film movie, movie. Mm. so Vince McMahon is the fucking uh, producer on it okay and uh so Kane plays uh a character named Jacob Goodnight I think that's his name and it takes place with like these troubled like teens that are like in juvie but they take they do like a co-ed like cleaning weekend where they're gonna go to this old hotel and like clean it up mm. they're gonna get time knocked off of their sentence and he just slowly picks them off little by little. And some of the kills are like kind of fun. He 
It's called See No Evil because he fucking tears their eyes out. Mm. Some of some of the shit in there is pretty brutal. He has, like, a whole room full of, like, fucking, like, rotting corpses. And he has, like, a cage made out of, like, uh, shopping carts and shit that he throws people in. He's basically, like, Leatherface. He doesn't really talk much. Um, that's that's probably for the best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he says yeah. things some sometimes, but not much. Um, and yeah, he, he also kind of, also kind of reminds me of like the Rob Zombie Halloween a little oh, bit, okay. you know, where it just like, they, they do a lot of like, uh, flashbacks and it's a lot of like the, like real fast cuts of like, you know, and oh. it's just like, where it's like, there's supposed to be like weird fucked up hillbillies kind of too, yeah. where it's just like, oh, like he was kept in a cage and he was like fucking abused and it's just like kind of over the top. Um, and yeah, the the whole thing is like pretty ridiculous, but it's fun. I thought I thought it was fun enough. There was a note that I had heard. I don't know how true this is, but I think originally um, Vince McMahon had wanted uh, Kane's character to have a three inch dick. Like he wanted there to be a scene where he takes his dick out and it's three. No, not three inches. Three feet. He wanted he wanted to have a giant ass dick, and th- there is a scene where like he starts like rubbing himself, like where like like he's supposed to look like he's like kind of like rubbing himself through his pants, and you could like they kind of have it there where like he's not really rubbing his his fucking like crotch he's rubbing more like his thigh. And I'm like, okay, they still got the big dick in, but, like, they didn't make it, like, quite three foot long. What the and, hell is wrong with Vince McMahon? Um, he, he thinks that that kind of shit is, it's like, funny. funny. He thinks, he, 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 he like, he likes dick jokes. And he likes dick jokes. He likes shit jokes. He likes, like, like all people, that kind of. Little people. Yeah. He, oh, yeah, no, all of that. And, you know, and then, like, Kane is, like, seven, like, almost seven feet tall. And, like, that movie, this movie gets that fucking, oh, he's huge, especially compared to the cast. He's fucking giant but again it's super fun um i really like enjoyed it i enjoyed all the dumb stereotypes that are in it um there's one guy that's like a complete piece of shit in it and like you're waiting for him to get killed and he fucking doesn't like he survives through the whole movie i'm like why did he survive he's like the biggest piece of shit in like no no redeeming there's nothing that redeems (laughs) and like there's so many like plot holes and but it's a good bad movie um, and it ends with um, uh, Jacob Goodnight falling and having a Mortal Kombat style fatality where you see like his fucking heart. Like they give you like an x-ray. Oh, wow. Like literally <laughs> like like a like a fatality where you they give you like an x-ray view of like he, like he. OK, so spoilers, he falls from a far distance and he lands and when he's falling, it's all, like, animated. Like, it's all computer-generated, but it looks like shit. It looks like a fucking <laughs> video game. It looks... Oh. And then, like, he lands, and then they get... You give the... Um, the x-ray. The, the x-ray of, like, some shit going through his fucking... Through his heart, and it's stopping. And it's just like... Okay. I guess he's a fucking video game character. And then <laughs> somehow, like, they, there's a sequel to it. Yeah, I was going to ask. There, I was like, I'm pretty sure there's a sequel. No, there's a sequel. So I don't know how... I haven't seen that one, so I don't know how uh, he comes back. Is I, he played by the same guy? Yeah, yeah, no. It's still, still it's still Kane, and it's yeah. still WWE picture. But it's... That one's directed by the Soska sisters. 
Oh, um, um, damn it! What movie did they? They did American Mary. Yes, which another movie I've seen. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah American Mary is fun, and they they did. Uh, I think they did maybe like. Uh, a couple sequences in like the A Disease of Horror or something mm. like that, um, but yeah, they. I heard that one's actually better, better. and uh, but yeah, I haven't seen. It. I I kind of want to see it. This one actually made me want to see it. Um, but there's a like almost like I guess kind of post credit scene, but not really. Like it's kind of like right into the credits. They show like there's like a dog, like a girl gets eaten by dogs at one point fucking Django style um but so they show one of the dogs like come up to his body and like he has one of like his eyes gouged out like he did to everyone else and like the ending shot of the movie is just this dog coming over and pissing in this dude's eye hole nice end of the movie that's how it ends just he, <laughs> just with a dog like a CGI like piss stream going into this fucking CGI eye hole ugh and it just Maybe like that's how he got revived. And Maybe. you, you know what? Uh, I heard how, how it was. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> he just like absorbed the dog's life force from his fucking piss. Um, but okay, so like the director of this, I actually found out was like he was a uh, a director for um, he did porn, oh. and he did uh, music videos. And that's actually a lot of what this looks like. This looks like me, like a fucking Nine Inch Nails video no, or like a Rammstein no. video or some shit like that. Okay. Where it just, like, and um, yeah, it, like, cause especially like with the cuts, you could tell like, uh, it's like when they would do like in wrestling, when they would do like Bray Wyatt vignettes and they'd show like, here's some chicken wire and some like baby dolls, you know, and they're like, this is scary, right? It's spooky. Look yeah. You're yeah. like, yeah. Here's, Some, only someone this twisted would, uh make all this shit yeah look at all these like eyeless baby dolls and shit you know and a lot of it felt like that where it just like i guess but yeah that one was but it was fun i really enjoyed that and i definitely recommend like you see it at least like for like the so bad it's good kind of thing okay yeah but yeah so that's my number 10 movie that's how i'm gonna close this out and oh i will say to tie it to wrestling real fast in the build-up to this movie, they did a storyline where anytime someone would mention May 19th, Kane would freak out and come, like, beat the shit out of him. And <laughs> that was the release date of the movie. Was it was May 19th. Wow. So, yeah. So, maybe go look something like that up. I think on YouTube, there's, like, a clip of him interacting with the cast, and the, they were, like, all in kayfabe being, like, oh, yeah, Kane was, like really hard to like deal with on the set and shit even though like you hear about glenn jacobs and you're like oh he's probably like pretty nice but anyways yeah so that's my uh that's my last movie um i think overall like all of the movies i watch i really like fucking enjoyed this time like sometimes i'll watch some movies and be like man that was horrible why did i watch that and just like just to get like you know something yeah i think i had like one or two like that 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 at the end i was just like what, yeah, what like, happened? Why did I watch that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was our uh, our Hall- our Halloween movies. I definitely think we recommend all of these to you. Uh, so go out and watch them. So I think next time, I think we're going to do this every two weeks or so. Um, and now what we're going to do is we're going to choose our movie that we're going to watch. Um, oh, yeah. I'm ready for where, wherever. It okay, lands, we man. we we have we, we have fifty movies to choose from. Oh shit! Um, and obviously, like you know, in the event something happens, like a new movie gets announced, that's part of like you know one of these has something to do with it, or like 
God forbid, an actor we all love dies, yeah. and like we might end up substituting one inch, be like, hey, yeah. this is timely. This is what we're gonna yeah. do. But yeah, no, exactly. For the most part, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna be choosing at random, and oh, yeah. um, you know, and eventually maybe we'll get to. Uh, you know, once we get through a few of these, we get our, our kind of legs underneath us. We do more of these. We're going to start getting into, like, full franchises, and we'll cover, like, the full franchise, like we like we talked about with, like, Spider-Man. Yeah. That might be a fun one to do. We're going to spin right now because the app we got is a, is the spin app, and we're just going to go, and we're going to see where it lands. So around and around it goes. Oh, and it has sound. I think I could turn that off. Okay. Yeah, okay. That, that was awesome. Okay. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh, fuck. Oh. Okay, so. Look at that. Oh. So, very timely, uh, we got a little bit of a preview of it, and somehow, I think I think we manifested that. Yeah, was, uh, it to be. Yeah, so this will be the next time we get together, and uh, it's going to be p- the people under the stairs. Awesome. Glad I didn't go too much into detail on that. Yeah, for real. Uh, lot of, lots of good stuff in that one. Yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, cool. We're gonna. So next time uh, we talk to you, we're going to go into a uh, deep dive on people under the stairs. And yeah, I think that's going to be it. All right. Thanks, guys, for, for doing this. This was a lot of fun. Um, and we can't wait to talk more about movies with with all you guys. Um uh, do you want to shout out any of your any of your shit? Do uh, you want to people go follow you or anything? No. Nah, I'm good. Nah, you're good. Don't follow me. <laughs> don't don't don't. <laughs> Jose's not a good follow anyways. He doesn't. Yeah, you don't want to follow shit. me. He doesn't post a goddamn thing. Uh, how about you, Andy? You want to? Yeah, you can follow my Instagram. It's uh, Vertigo Index on Instagram, and that's yeah, that's good. You don't need to follow my Twitter. Yeah. Um, we actually have all of that stuff. Right. We for yeah. I, I I keep forgetting. Yeah. We are on Twitter at at Cinematic Cynics. Yeah. You can just find us there. Uh, and we're on we're on Instagram at uh, Cinematically Cynical Pod. If you want, you can email us at cinematicallycynical at gmail dot com. And yeah, make sure to like follow and subscribe to us. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at joker de large and you could actually see a longer review of like all the movies that i watched this past month on there along with like some clips and stuff and uh yeah we'll be posting more about this uh as as, as we go out, yeah, yeah as, as they come out so um yeah no go check us out and uh yeah we'll see you next time see go, ya see ya go watch a fucking movie Give up or you're thirsty for more.